How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Phoenix Finley, 11 a.m. in the District of Columbia. Happy New Year, everybody. I don't even think we've gotten to that. Yeah, Happy New Year. Hopefully something better in 23 than we got in 22. Yeah. All right, man. Well, let me find the computer mouse. Landfill, whoever was in here over the weekend, let them know how much we appreciate how they left things. All right, dude. Phone lines are open. People have been ready to rock for a while now. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. MGM National Harbor listener lines are open. Where you want to start with, B? North, south, east, or west? You pick. Uh, let's go north. North. All right. Uh. I think our guy Drew in Fulton is the furthest north we're going. Drew, what up, man? Give us your blame pie, buddy. I got a 40% for the coaches and 60% for the team, and here's how I break that down. You know, there was a bet that they made on Carson Wentz to see how, if he had upside, you know, because they need more offensive fire part power. But that was a risky move, and so you got to be ready to not double down if you see that the bet's you know, not paying off, right? It was a question of which Wentz was going to show up, the one from 2017 or the one from the first six games. And it was pretty obvious early. So not moving from him and also not playing the play action. I don't think I saw a play action until the third quarter when the game was already getting out of reach. And that was kind of, I thought, the game plan going in. But more importantly, and I think B. Mitch hit on this, was the team itself. I think a few weeks ago, when we kind of went back to that giant game, this team... When it was on a roll, they were playing like a team with a chip on their shoulder. A lot of determination, a lot of us against the world. And at some point, that changed, and these guys thought they had already won. And they were playing entitled, and they were partying like, you know, we're the champions. And that that grit and that determination kind of faded. And this is the NFL. You can't let down. And clearly, they had a letdown across the board. You could say injuries. And clearly, you can blame the coaches all day. But, uh, but I really felt it was a letdown because the team read too much of their own press and thought they were better than they were, and they got ahead of themselves. And you can't do that. You know, I, I thought the, the most telling um, alternative to that was Aaron Rodgers at the end of the game last night when he went looking for the same reporter to say, I told you so. You know, he obviously didn't let down. And until we get that kind of mindset, team isn't going anywhere. So, that's what I, I mean. I'm pissed, so it's hard. I'm sorry to ramble. All good. Appreciate Thank you, you Drew. Yeah, appreciate you, buddy. And, and Sounded of, like Drew had just run a marathon. Like he was running yeah. just now. But part of what Drew is discussing, to me, 
is you ever notice as soon as they win a game or two, they basically want to start pointing the fingers at everybody, and then they change in a sense. I've always felt that I'm not playing against the – when I played, I didn't play against the media. But I wanted to prove the media wrong. But I still got ready to play the team. Whether we were winning or losing, I have this little tendency to hate everything that's, that's going against me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They seem like when when they're losing, they get very, very intent. When they start winning, then they not, they're not that intense anymore. But can I – and I, I would have said this to Drew, but it sounded like he needed to catch his breath. But what the hell are we talking about? They've been reading, they, they lost two in a row going into yesterday. Yeah, but I'm saying it, it got to a point where this thing was working, and the the in, intensity, I don't sense. I didn't sense it anymore. And then we went on this this stretch again. But think about it, though, man. We have gone on these little runs in the middle for three years straight, and they don't have enough to close out. Like talking about the seven and nine, we went to the playoffs. Cool, it, it was lucky. Teams were horrible that year. But in the last two years, when things aren't what you want to try to say, whatever, we won seven games right now. We've won seven games in three years in a row with a possibility of not winning an eight this year. Think about that. We were sitting at seven wins three weeks ago, four weeks ago, and we're still sitting there. Week 13. Think about that. Now it's week 18. I remember, I remember distinctly Jeff said, man – when we talked about 10 wins, that's very possible now. And I say, yeah, it is. But I haven't won one since. And we 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 knock Jeff Fisher because we say Jeff Fisher is a guaranteed eight and eight season every year. He'll get you eight, might get you nine, but he, he's gonna be right there in the, in the middle. We've been at seven. Over the last three years, this seems worse than Jeff Fisher. And I think we overall have better players than Jeff Fisher. Uh, I mean, uh, getting caught up arguing about Jeff Fisher, I mean, those Rams teams were loaded. But, yeah. When they they were loaded, loaded, they were winning. (laughs) B, B, you had seven wins week 13. Yeah. And you got seven wins week 18. Mm Mm-hmm. Jeffrey, we haven't checked in with you. I, I imagine you're furious. Um, you're a pretty upbeat guy, so maybe furious is hard. But let's hear your blame pie, bro. Are you all right? Let's check in on Jeff Walker's mentals. Okay, so first, before I even go into this blame pie, JP, I want to personally apologize to all of our listeners. Um to be Mitch, to you, JP, to Landfill, because I just knew coming into this year, I, you couldn't tell me differently. Carson Wentz was going to have a, a good year. This was going to be his redemption team. I stood on that 10 toes down, and I was absolutely wrong, completely wrong, and I'm, I apologize for that. But my blame pie, I am giving this 100% the whole pie to Ron Rivera. And that's because his decision 
to go to Heineke, um, to go to Heineke, to go to Wentz from Heineke, even though I was with it last week, and you know I don't I didn't get to see the things in practice, but as as people said, some reporters said he was throwing overthrowing the ball and things um, during practice. Why would he still go with that decision? And honestly, after after his second pick, he should have been taken out. Um, so this whole pot, and then for him to not even know the scenario of the team going into this week is absolutely poor. And a lot of people are like, well, why, why does the coach need to know that information? You're the coach of the football team. You, you should know if you're playing to win, it doesn't matter if you're playing to win or not. Everybody's goal is to get to the Super Bowl. Everybody's goal is to make the postseason. So, of course, you you knew what we had to do to get in. You knew you knew from the point when we had the tie against the Giants that we needed to come back and win, and it didn't fare out. And and it, it starts at the coaching, and it trickles down, and it showed yesterday. So my blame pie is 100% to Ron Rivera. Going all 100 to the head coach. Uh, I want to talk about that. And I want to talk about why I don't think much of anything's really changing. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, these phone lines are lit up, and it's only fair to take them because you guys all give me grief when I don't take them. Yeah. Um, let's start with – well, I guess we already started. Let's go to Joe. Joe's in Virginia. What up, Joe? Give me your blame pie, buddy. What's up, JP? What's up, B-Mitch? Gentlemen, how you doing, bro? By the way, Happy New Year, although it doesn't feel like twenty a good start of 2023. But anyway, uh, let me just – I got three blame pies to make as two side notes, so bear with me on this. I also agree uh, that to blame Ron Rivera for yesterday. You know, it, it's funny. I was up in New York New Jersey for Christmas get-togethers to see my relatives the last couple of days, and they all looked at me knowing that I'm a big Commanders fan and said, did he, Ron Rivera really go back to Wentz? So even they knew, at them being Giant fans, this was a mistake. And Carson Wentz, I mean, this also felt like, to me, it's been a tale of three seasons. We start out two and four. We got lucky to beat the Bears. Then Heineke came into the middle part of the second part of I thought of the season, and that was the spark. Ever since the Giant game, we were up 10 nothing. It has been downhill from there and made it worse when Wentz came in. I mean, even yesterday, I, the other blame person I blame is Scott Turner. I mean, fourth and one, you don't have Brian Robinson on the field? And the offensive line, again, could have blocked better than they did. It was unbelievable. And the two side notes, well, actually the last side note is, I'm going to that Cowboy game next week, not because of the players, because the season's done. I'm going to honor Sonny Jurgensen, and I swear they better not goof that up. I am so ticked off if they do. And you know what? I love going to games to support the alumni, but if they mess this up until Dan Snyder sells his team, I may not be going for a while. But, I mean, Ron Rivera, I blame him from yesterday. I, I still think, I don't think he's going to get fired, but – Come on, Carson Wentz is done. You either go to Heinke or Howell to finish the season, but right, I'm I'm done. Talk, talk to you guys, peace. I'll, uh, maybe I'll be better next week. All right, brother. All right, Joe, appreciate you. Sorry, Joe, appreciate you, buddy. People are pissed, dude, and I want to be clear because I've gotten a lot of like nice messages and, and people reaching out about my comments yesterday and Brian's comments yesterday. Like, one, Brian is always fine because he's Brian damn Mitchell. He's Brian bleeping Mitchell. He's a record holder for everything they got. Oh, you know, it's funny. I, damn, I wish I could remember who it was. Somebody called me over the weekend, and they are like, yo, you need to ask B if he's worried about Dax Milne breaking his records. 
Oh, boy. I, I Forgive me, I don't remember. Like they say, records are made to be broken. I can tell you one thing. He won't be the one to do it. <laughs> um, But, like, I, I mean this sincerely. I, and for me as a reporter, like, I've gotten myself in some hot water before. That, 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 that happens. I, I've chosen a, a, you know, a profession where I am going to challenge powerful people at times. And, and at times they're going to get pissed off. But why would they get pissed off when you're talking about truth? My thing is, my clip has gone fairly viral from yesterday, right? Like, I, I, I'm not, I'm cool with it. I, I said nothing wrong. I took no personal shots. And don't let nobody make, don't let nobody tell you you did. Well, and, and you can't. If they come to you, to think. Let me help you out. You can't collapse like tell this. Tell me what I did, what I said that was wrong. Okay, like, and I apologize if you could prove to me I said something wrong. If you don't. I'm discussing it again publicly. That's my words to him all the time. Show me where I'm wrong, and I'll go and apologize. But if I'm not wrong, we gonna, I'm going to have this, this discussion about you trying to challenge me again because you're not going to change me. And that's what they always try to do. They try to get people in their pockets so they can do the BS that they do and don't get challenged on it. You're going to get challenged. That's my point. I'm not, not worried about it. So I appreciate all the – Folks reaching out, but I'm good. Don't worry. Um, I'm going to keep the phone lines I get going. those calls, too. Yeah, we get calls. From from fans, like, oh, man, is something going to happen to you? I'm like, no, nobody said nothing to me. If they ever called about me, they don't say nothing to Brian Mitchell. They say it to the bosses above, and guess what? They have never came and said, hey, you got to change the way you do things. You know why? I get paid from these people, not them. Let's go. To my man Earl. My name is Earl. Earl, let's get your blame pie, buddy. Yeah, um, I'm going to do a kind of a totality blame pie over three years. I'm going to give uh, at least 90% to Ron and then 10% to um, actual uh, Dan. You know, and the reason why I give it Dan the 10% is because I know he was desperate and a lot of stuff that was going on off the field, and he was desperate for a coach. So he gave him, you know, of course, too much power. And then I'm going to spit some facts out to you as well. Of course, I think his record is 21, Ron. record is 21 and 26 and 1 here. Now, his NFL head coaching career. Now, I think he's coached about maybe 12, maybe 11 years. I'm not sure. But out of those years, nine years, he's at 500 or below. So that that should have been a red sign, uh, a red flag for uh, Dan. And then, of course, all the abysmal free agent uh, moves that he's made. Wentz, Norwell, Trey Turner, Leno, Jackson, Dollar Bill Jackson. I mean – a lot of stuff that he's actually done has set this franchise back. So I guess what I'm getting at is that the coaching, yeah, yeah, the coaching, and of course the players are not performing, but the coaching is what's kind of stopping us from, I guess they would say, taking that next step. You know, you got a JV offensive coordinator. I mean, you know, so Ron is going to, he's going to get more stubborn. And the sad thing about it, we're not going to be able to get rid of this guy. So he's going to, he's going to be in charge of personnel. He's going to be in charge of free agency and of course the draft. And so, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better because he's going to get more stuff. And he's like that kid with the basketball. When things don't go his way, he takes his basketball and go home. So it's going to be his way, and that's it. And so I think it's going to get worse before it even gets better. And so not unless Dan has a – you know, he wants to do the fan, the fan base a solid and go ahead and you know, clean house now, you know, for the next owner. I don't, I don't know if that's even possible. But um, right now it's going to get worse before it gets better. And I want to thank you for taking my call. Thank you, Earl. Uh, so, to his point, I, I do think people are expecting like heads to roll. I, I'll I'll explain 
why I don't expect a whole lot of changes. So the, the way coaching and front office contracts work, if, if you fire a guy with time left on their contract, you have to pay that out. Mm-hmm. Um, the owner has to pay that out. And, and that's just how it works. Um, and considering, I don't know that this team's going to be sold. I believe they will, but you never know. But considering at least the machinations of a sale are in process, mm-hmm. bids were submitted. Like, people have seen the balance sheet, and they've submitted bids. If they have to pay out, and if you wanted to blow out the whole staff, which I don't think they would, but if you wanted to blow everybody out, you're talking 30 mil in contracts probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a significant enough number. Now, does that impact a sale of a, a five, six, seven billion dollar sale? No, but it might be enough that you gotta like adjust the ledgers and stuff. And I yeah. just don't think there'll be a significant move like that made while while you're waiting on a massive sale. Yeah, I, I saw a, a stat. Yeah, I mean a little clip yesterday where it showed the top, the highest uh, ranked. Uh, Franchise in value, Dallas is worth seven point six billion. Washington has been what top five or right at six or whatever. I think getting seven billion gonna be tough because they were ranked like five point something. And I, I, I think the numbers might be smaller than folks are yeah, expecting. Yeah, and and let's be real about Forbes for a second. Um, I got no beef with anybody that gets news. We're all in the news business, right? But what I do know is. Forbes has never really been a player uh, in NFL news breaking or with the commanders specifically mm-hmm. until about the last six, eight months. Well, um, I'm just talking about, no, no. It had nothing. But Forbes to... had the story two weeks ago, this thing could go really, really high. Well, but yeah, but no. Maybe served by somebody to say that. Yeah, but it, it, the, the thing I looked at wasn't really talking about the sale. It talked about just the values of all the franchises. And. You had all five or over seven billion. Uh, I think the Lakers were in there. The New York uh, Knicks are in there. Right. Uh, the Yankees are there. The Dallas Cowboys are number one, and it was one other team. Uh, the Warriors, the Golden State Warriors. Let's keep these phone lines going. People have been on hold a while. Uh, Vic is in Akakik. Vic, what up, man? What up, Vic? What's your blame pie look like? Be- be Mitch Friendly, how y'all doing? We're good, We're good buddy. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So let's get right to it. Uh, um, it was a coach uh, in uh, Northern California about 20 years ago. He was dealing with an issue of winning with his team. He had two very good quarterbacks. And he said, we're going to have a quarterback controversy because we have a lot of talent at the quarterback position. And he made it a point to put – the guy in that he thought was going to win the games for him. Then there was this coach. Uh, he was the head coach of the Packers maybe 15 years ago, uh, won a Super Bowl. And he said, Coach, I think we have a problem at the quarterback position. I think we have to make a decision. That's what the team is off is off uh, off kilter. And the head coach walked out, slammed the door, and got mad. Came back in and said, okay, we're going to go with the guy I believe can get us wins. You all know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Joe Montana and Steve Young. Mike Holmgren said this to Bill Walsh. The main point was Bill came back to the room. He humbled himself. He got beyond his pride. He got beyond the fact that he was the president 
uh, uh, he handled personnel. I know they took the general manager position from him after a while, but he, he, he controlled all that still. He got beyond all that and just said, you know what, my commitment is for the 49ers to win games. And he made the right decision. Can I, this Vic, is why, Vic, I'm going to stop you real sure. quick. I appreciate the yeah. call, and I appreciate what you're saying about having the stones to make the right decisions, even when they're perhaps hard to do. But mm-hmm. I got to pull the ripcord on any comparison with Joe Montana and Steve Young <laughs> oh, and, course, and Taylor course, Heineke yeah. and Carson Wentz. Steven and Joe, I'll, 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 peons are better than Carson Wentz and Tyler, Tyler Heineke. So I knew you might say that, JP. No, I, I hear is, what you're saying, though. I'm sorry. We got to go to break, Vic, is all I'm saying. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate the call, man. Happy New Year. At, at some point, it takes cojones to make big decisions. Um, I, I, the one I go back to is way more recent, and, and the players aren't nearly as good as, as Joe Montana and Steve Young. Jim Harbaugh made a decision to bench Alex Smith and go to Colin Kaepernick, and they went on a Super Bowl run. They lost to the Super Bowl, but that was a gutsy call, and they made it. Like, you can make gutsy calls, and Ron, work. Ron made one. So, you know, if you want to give him credit for doing it, cool. It backfired tremendously. We're going to keep the phone lines going. We got to talk about Rivera's reaction to the possibility of the commanders getting eliminated. Uh, I don't know that everybody has heard these comments from Cleveland Browns linebacker Reggie Ragland about Heineke and Wentz. We got to get to that. And what about the year three jump, B? What about the year three jump? jump? Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mitchell. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet uses during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. They're crazy for this one, Rick. I need a friend named Rick. Do we have any friends named Rick? Rick on the route. Rick, Doc Walker. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I've never called him Rick, I don't think, in my his life. His name is Rick. I know his name's Rick, but I call him Doc. Well, you got a friend named Rick, but you, you just because you don't call him Doc, you won't call him Rick, his name Rick. All right, I got a friend named Rick. <laughs> I asked Doc if he wanted to get in my uh, 
New Year's Day football pool, he said, no. <laughs> I asked Landfill. He said, nah. So just me and you? I asked Jeff. He said, JP, here's what you don't realize. This is my Jeff Walker voice. Tell me if it's any good, Landfill. I said, Jeff, you want to get in the New Year's Day football pool? He said, JP, this is what you don't realize. I'm not good at gambling. I said, Jeff, I realize, bro, I am acutely aware of how bad you are at making picks. That's why we want you in the pool, Jeff. I want you in the pool, cannonball into that thing. Um, important announcement. Can I Did get you get my money? Uh, I'll check. Uh, can I get a few lasers, Lanville? Rev T is on the line. Hello, Reverend. How do you do, sir? I'm you, The floor is yours. I'm going to stop talking for a while. You ain't got to stop talking because, see, yesterday, JP, what happened is was your coming out party, like Lottie Dottie for every. See, what they got to understand is, is that you've been hanging around B. Mitch, and your inner B. Mitch kicked in yesterday when you were speaking about the Cabamas. So I ain't mad at you. You ain't got to apologize to nobody. And let me tell you, son, you earned some strikes with a whole bunch of people. Cousin Ray Ray say they done made some trees named after you. They called it the JP. Appreciate that, Rev. Let Ray Ray know <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but what I'm saying, though, is what's going on with the Cabamas right now is a bad situation. It's a bad situation from the top to the bottom to the bottom to the top. And I'll still, I listen here, I don't care what nobody say. I'm not endorsing no Chitlin Tutley. I, I call them that Chitlin Tutley, a bucket of red Chitlin's Chitlin Tutley. Ain't nobody going to uphold no uh, no piece of pork. I'm just saying. But in, anyway, though, but but right now, though, be missing J.P. Finley and my 1067 The Fan family. Right now, what the Cabamas need and what we all need, because it's past cold red. We already dead. Lord. Help the Cabamas, Lord. Lord, Lucas the Ron, Lucas is Dan, Lucas is Jason, Lucas the old that damn clan. Y'all know what it is. And happy New Year's, Bamas. JP, I had to drink some more uncles since I ain't drink that Hennessy. Uh, the people's right, man. <laughs> and DC hype, man. Red T. I ain't hogging like no damn pig. What the hell? <laughs> hey, Rev, real quick. I- I owe Rev a bottle of Hennessy. Is that accurate? Yeah, you told me you were going to send that bottle to somebody that left for us. Remember that? I I suppose I do. <laughs> we could probably we could probably find it. We do the date, but you said it on air. I I thought I said I'd give him one of those bottles of bourbon we had an anonymous donor supply. It was a bottle of Hennessy in there. Was there? All right, listen. I thought it was. I'm going to sound very white for a second. What does a bottle of Hennessy run? <laughs> I don't know. Forty bucks. No, probably not even much that much. Jeff, what's a bottle of Henny? I don't drink Henny. In about 40 bucks. All right. Probably Rev, a less than that. I, I want to be real on this. Depends. Yeah. No, nah, it's, it's about 40. We can run downstairs and find out. You know how I left? I hit that real quick, came back the last time. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Let's, let's have a real question. I don't know the next time I'm going to see Rev T. Apparently, I owe him this bottle of Hennessy. I don't think you would lie. Am I better off just Venmoing him $40? Or should we figure out a day 
to get Rev T in here, and we'll present him with the bottle of Hennessy. Oh, yeah. We got to get him in here. We <laughs> got to get Rev T in here. Let's let the voice of reason weigh in. Landfill, do you have a take? Meh. All right. That is not. Listen, CK's not here today. <laughs> and if Landfill didn't say no, there's no voice of reason. Um, next week, the season's over. Maybe we get Rev T in here for uh, an afternoon we all take a shot of Hennessy and see what see what happens with the world. I mean, realistically, though, the season ended at about 4 o'clock yesterday. Well, when we tied with the Giants three weeks ago. That's what it seems like. That tie, that tie just threw us on a downward spiral. Took the life right out of us. Thanks for the positivity, boys. Always good to talk to you. Uh, Mike is in La Plata. La Plata, Maryland represents. Say what's up to my boy Harry Rothman. Mike, who you blaming? Hello, Mike? I blame Mike. I'll put him back on hold. Terry <laughs> is in D.C. Is this Terry McLaurin? Uh, unfortunately not. <laughs> I wish I had that, that type of chatter. <laughs> hey, Rob, real quick before I get my take, I think Brian was kind of prophetic. Uh, the other day I called and made the show, and somebody had um, called and said, um, uh, talked about Wentz being able to spread the ball around, and Brian uh, made the comment, like, saying that uh, that – you know, in Philly, the complaint was that he threw through the tight ends all the time. So it was kind of naive thinking, you know, I, I just hoped that he would get in the game as a fan because I'm tired of this and I wanted to win. And I hoped he could spread the ball around. But, you know, I think it was just kind of naive thinking about people. But that being said, my blame has to go on, Ron, um, from the standpoint, um, you know, I mean, no one is saying that Heineke tore it up. Nobody's saying he was a pro bowler or a Hall of Famer. Thing of it was at this place at this time he was the best fit for the team gave you the best option whether you would have won or not hey he just he was more comfortable you could just see that Wentz was not comfortable in this offense for whatever reason um, in two of his last three starts they ran the ball fairly well and the running game still didn't help him. they ran it well against the cow bums almost 150 yards rushing he still didn't look comfortable he I mean so. You shouldn't have to dumb down on offense for a guy. You give up two third-round picks, $28 million. I mean, he should have given you some type of boost, and he just didn't. And so I put that blame on Ron. Like a caller said a few um, calls ago, this team has made some questionable moves in the uh, free agency market. And, uh, and my thing is, going forward, I keep saying this. I know people keep saying that the, I'm not saying they're going to get the hogs of the old. You have to to address the offensive line. It's not fair to whoever the quarterback is going to be in the future. Get an offensive line. Start in the trenches first like you did the D-line, and let's go from there and stop playing games. You can't, you can't keep putting Band-Aids on things in these stitches, and um, I'll hang up and just listen. Thanks for taking right, my man. call. Happy New Year, guys. I like that one. Appreciate you me. can't keep putting Band-Aid on things that need stitches. Well, dude, here's a bigger problem, then. If that's the mindset, and that's a fair and correct mindset, they continue to operate in this space of aggressive mediocrity where you float right around 500 every season. Mm-hmm. And, and what that does to you, you're not going to land in the top five to pick one of these stud quarterbacks. You're going to be in the middle. You're going to keep chasing these veteran quarterbacks that, Yo, let's be real. By and large, if a quarterback gets on the market, whether they're available by trade, whether they're available in free agency, they're probably not that good. 
are there are there exceptions to that rule? Yes. Okay. Like I, I understand that Tom Brady became available. Hell, I understand that Kirk Cousins and Matt Stafford became available. But by and large, that's the exception to the rule. Derek Carr is going to be. It, it sure looks like Derek Carr is going to become available. Right? I don't want to deal with it, Derek Carr. B, you just gave up two picks to get Wentz. Mm-hmm. The Raiders aren't just going to cut Derek Carr. They're going to put him on the trade block. How much are you going to give up to get Carr? How much uh, would you give up? How much would I give up? I, I'm I'm not interested in that. I, I, look, like I, at some point, maybe you have to bottom out and just chasing your tail. I'm sick of the do reclamation anything. projects where we basically go after someone that did not work on another team and we think they're going to just work here. I'd much rather go with a, a younger guy that could come in and you build with them. And I would say it's got to be some adjustments from coaches that are here now and let, or bring somebody else in that can get the best out of a player. We've watched too many players come through here, and they never get to where they go. And then they go somewhere else and they ball. I'm watching the Steelers game last night. Who's catching balls? Steven Sims catching balls, going down the stretch to help him win. He's better than Dax Milne. But we, we thought we could let him go. We let Carter go, and we got that. We don't make proper decisions. So if we're not making proper decisions, what makes us think that we can grow them? You need somebody that has been taught to groom a quarterback. I don't think there's nobody on this roster that has groomed a quarterback. B, I mean, you hit on something bigger there. Like, everybody wanted to be dismissive of – I love Mike Tomlin. I love Mike Tomlin. There is – like, Mike Tomlin, imagine the way we all talked about the commanders going out to San Fran to play the Niners. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, let's just hope they cover. There was nobody thought they were going to win that game. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like the folks in Ashburn were cool with it. That would never happen with Mike Tomlin coaching. Oh, I know. Everybody's like, ah, Tomlin's toast. Is he? Mm-hmm. There's a good chance they go over 500 with a rookie quarterback that Washington could have had. They don't mind like him because they had little hands. Well, and the Cody Betts thing. Yeah, yeah, Cody was talking to guests coming in. Phone lines are packed. We're going to keep them going. At noon, we haven't talked yet about Ron not understanding the playoff situation yesterday. Mm-hmm. Noon, we do that. Phone lines open the rest of the show. We're all in it together. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. CNC Entertainment wants to know. Are you of the belief that no major changes on staff happen this offseason amid a potential ownership change? Honestly, I am. That's not to say that that's right. I mean, maybe Ron will look at his situation and say, something's got to change here. We've we've missed the playoffs two straight seasons. We haven't. At most, they're going to win eight games. We've, at most, we've won eight games in three years. Ron was very... Very clear that he expected a big jump in year three. It obviously hasn't happened. You know what I mean? Like may- maybe there'll be a realization there. Um, but I-, I think major changes. What what quant- what qu- what qualifies as a major change to you? Be coordinator, coordinator, like, coordinator, and coordinator. Fr- front office. It have to uh, be readjusting the front office. Are are having the people that are making decisions about personnel that has. The qualification to be doing so. But, like, reorganizing the front office isn't like, yeah, we're going to hire a different Southeast and uh, West Coast scout. No, no, not that. No. like people it, that, It's going to have to be the, the people that you got the GM names by having more power. And, and, and I think that coach-centric thing, you can do that on the football field. But coach-centric shouldn't be picking the players. I'm being honest with you. I've seen a lot of it tried, and it never works. It, it's very difficult to pull off. Homeroom was the closest to making that work. Well, I, I think Belichick for a long time made it Belichick, work. But Belichick always had P.O. Pioli's name. and uh, yeah. he, had, he had several people that were really, really working for him. Here's my thing with all of it. Like, coach-centric can work generally when you got a stud quarterback. Think about it. Andy... Made it work in KC for sure, and he was smart. He got Alex, and then he's got Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Pete Carroll, maybe he's proven he's got it right because now they knew to get rid of Russ. But Belichick, it worked with Brady, right? Like, mm-hmm. and and dude, when things are really working well, coach centric, GM centric, who gives? Who cares? If it's working, it works. But the thing about it is, I don't know if one person has the brain power to be working on what's happening right now and what I need to make sure it's going to be happening in the next four or five years. You get what I'm saying? Coaches normally think about now. General managers think about, I have to have something in order for year one, two, three, four. Have a plan. I have a contract of a guy that's ending in five years. Okay? I need to know if he's going to be good enough. I have to say something so that guy's going to be good enough in five years for me to keep him or do I need to be rolling somebody else in in the next two to three years? So when he hits his fifth year and we feel he's too old, we roll the other guy in that position. A coach can't think like that. You know, we have watched we watched this football team be put together. Would anybody say the defensive line started before he got here? Okay. Then all of a sudden, you got a few people, but the offensive line they have not really addressed the offensive line. And it was better at times. I think Heineke erased a lot of their problems for him. But when you put somebody behind him that's not moving around like Heineke, you got problems. So you look at depth. 
we thought we had a lot of depth until we see somebody get hurt. Is it really that much depth then? So you have to figure out something. And I just think that, it, to me, this is my opinion. I look sometimes and I think he's lost. He's not involved with a lot. And my head coach should never, ever come across like that to me. Ever. I don't care what other things he has. Football, winning football is number one. Has to be. If that's not number one, then that's a damn problem. Agree with that, man. I mean, there's... Yesterday is a really damaging situation for a, a lot a lot of reasons. I, I mean... Just a really damaging situation. And I think going forward, can you rebound from it? Yeah. But in a weird way, yesterday's the kind of situation, and I said this in, in my comments yesterday, like in a strong organization, that forces a really hard evaluation of everything you're doing. To lose like that in a game that matters like that. Last year, whether it's real or not, the, the COVID issues impacted late in that season. And now a lot of teams were impacted, but the Commanders ended up playing on a Tuesday. They were down 15 starters at various points. They lost their quarterback. A lot of teams were impacted, but COVID impacted this team last year. That wasn't the case yesterday. It just wasn't. Now, you're down Cam Curl. You're down Benjamin St. Juice. That sucks. It's week 17 in the NFL. Teams lose players all the time. And, and to have that kind of a dud in that situation is, is just a backbreaker, man. It's mm-hmm. just a backbreaker. And, and I don't know. I think there is a legitimate chance that this all kind of maintains Status quo because of the situation. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make it right. I want to talk about uh, Grant Paulson, 106.7 The Fan, asked Ron Rivera about the possibility of going to Sam Howell after the game for Week 18. And uh, what happened after that was pretty interesting. We're going to dig into that. Phone lines remain open. Everybody on the line, stay there. We're coming to you. Everybody gets to talk today. Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mr. Finley. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.